Welcome everyone to the present show. I'm very happy that after actually some time we are back, right? Uh, ciao, Pat. Pat is there with us. Hello, Hello everyone. And guest of today for us is uh, Shalini. Ciao, Shalini. Hi. Shalini, I think you are in Gurgang, right? That's right. Yes. So in uh, in uh, in India. And actually, the, we had some guests from India in the present show that we were saying that, you know, mindfulness in India is kind of, uh, you know, tradition, very hard tradition. Um, and it's also not on only, you know, somebody, you know, company or somebody that is doing yoga and so on, but it's get down to school and to, you know, family and something like that. That's quite interesting to, to learn. But tell us more about you and your mindfulness journey. Sure, thank you, Lily. Um, so for me, uh, mindfulness, like you mentioned, is it's, it's probably somewhere originated from India. Mm -hmm. uh, all of these um, talk about meditation and, and mindfulness, there's a lot of, you know, Buddhist angle and uh, Hinduism, but that's, that's traditionally uh, how it, it, it came from these lands. Um, but, but we know how our lives change and, and how mm -hmm. a lot of what is good sometimes goes out in the name of uh, development and progress and that sort of thing. Um, so uh, it, it ceases to be a part of life, everyday life that we lead. And, and we all fall into the rut of um, too much uh, to do or, or the feeling of too much to do uh, and, and, and therefore associated stress and so on. And it sometimes takes a challenge um, or, a, you know, or a problem that, that makes you sit up and say, um, you know, what can I do to come back to myself uh, and, and be myself? And something like that happened with me. So um, I, I used to always think that someday I'll start to practice yoga. Someday I'll, I'll start to meditate. And, and someday I'll, um, I didn't even know the term mindfulness at that time. Um, I, I would do all of these things, but th there'll be a day when I'll find the time for it. Um, mm -hmm. and, and that day would never come. So what happened? Let's see again, Pat. So what happened? Ah, so then uh, what, what I realized was uh, when I was going from, from a, a stage of uh, normalcy to insanity, um, and that insanity comes not only in the form of, uh, you know, mentally you feel, like, I, 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 how do I cope with everything that I have to do, mm -hmm. but also physically, um, I just woke up one fine day where my back just gave up. Um, and, and there's a lot of events um, that went on in my life to, to get me to that point. Uh, but, but I was just out of action. This was just a regular working or non-working day when I can't get out of bed. Um, and from, from that point of um, you know, knowing, oh, there's something wrong, to then um, discovering uh, or, or you know, trying to fix it, um, through, through the conventional medicine and so on, uh, where I got absolutely no relief to then coming to uh, a place where I realized the only thing my body would allow me to do is, is to just to breathe, mm -hmm. is to just breathe. And uh, I remember there are these different people who started emerging in my environment who, who I term as my healers who played a different part, each person. So while there was medicine happening parallelly in terms of, um, you know, the, the, the allopathic treatment, the trips to the, to the doctors and so on, um, 
and then moving from that to Ayurveda, which is the traditional Indian science of medicine, mm-hmm. which is also, by the way, quite forgotten in India. Um, it's uh, it, it was a journey of trying all of that, um, you know, doing all of that in, in parallel. And, and in terms of what I'm required to do other than therapies, I was just supposed to um, sort of be able to exercise and walk, but I couldn't. My body just won't allow me to do that. Mm-hmm. So this Tila came into my life at that time. She was a yoga therapist. She was also somebody who did massages. And she told me, you know what? If your body is refusing to do something, then don't force it to. Um, just do deep breathing. Just do that. And um, I, I found that quite um, sort of assuring. Uh, I, I realized there was something I could do, which I can do clearly. And um, that's how I got into uh, my mindfulness first step. I realized that all I had to do was just be myself, mm-hmm. just calm myself down, just sit in a quiet place, or just lie down where I'm lying down because I had to be on bed rest and just breathe. And that's when I realized that that's me being mindful. Mm-hmm. That's me just focusing on my breathing. And uh, this entire journey of my healing, which uh, is ongoing, by the way, but, but from me to be out of action, to come back into work, took 15 months. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was away from work for that, that long. And I had to be back at work because I needed the money. I had been spending on medical expenses and I wasn't earning anymore. So when I did come back, uh, after this 15-month period, I, I look back at that time, which was actually, I joined back work on 1st of January 2016. So that's, it's, it's been two whole years after that. Uh, I actually look back with a lot of fondness. And that fondness is because all that time of being by myself, and I'm single, by the way, so I, I live by myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's nobody around who, who is there to sort of... Um, comfort me or talk to me and and that sort of thing. I was just by myself quite literally also. But I look back fondly because I feel like that was the time which helped me, you know, just connect with myself. Mm -hmm. Just just, uh, get so comfortable in uh, being who I am and knowing, yes, I have a problem. I have to face this. Uh, I have to deal with it and I have to come out of it. So that determination uh, and, and that positive mindset came from from me being mindful. That's how I would like to sort of summarize it. That's great. That's a great story. And uh, not a lot of us have the opportunity in life to spend time with ourselves and to really get to know ourselves. And breathing's one of those key things that will naturally help your body relax and heal itself also because you're providing more oxygen into the bloodstream, which automatically will help in the regeneration process. And it gives you a lot of time to reflect, right, about the past, about the future, about the present, and it allows you to ground yourself. Mm-hmm. And as, as we can all see, you're, you're sitting down now at work, so the back, the back is fine now, and it's good. Yes, yes, uh, it's it's... It's uh, like uh, one of the things that I was told, which uh, was initially a setback, uh, but now I see it's something which is, um, in hindsight, something uh, that I've dealt with. It was like uh, they detected something called fibromyalgia. So they, they sort of conclude that if you, if you, there's nothing else that science can explain, then it's, it's fibromyalgia. 
So it was mm-hmm. something which I didn't know about and I didn't want to stress myself about by starting to Google it and so on. Um, I just stayed with what my doctors were telling me. Uh, it was it was about being able to live life. The best I could hope for, the best scenario I could hope for was to lead a near normal life. Mm-hmm. So that near normal expression was uh, something to grasp initially. Um, and, and for me to understand that um, I have to reclaim my life. It, it's almost like one step at a time, I have to reclaim my life and, and get back to not just doing what I could do, um, but be able to do everything I want to do with my life. So um, it, it sort of uh, is also very special to me this period because it answered my calling. I used to be, there are, there are good and bad times in all of our lives. Nobody's uh, sort of um, immune to them. But uh, I used to sometimes question myself in terms of, uh, you know, do I, why am I here? You know, what am I here for? I'm, I'm just living. I, I, yeah, I do the usual thing, get up, go to work and, you know, I have a very loving family. I have my parents mm-hmm. and my sisters, their families. But what am I really doing? And this period is what made me realize that, you know what, I want to become a healer myself. Um, I, 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 I want to be able to... Um, do my bit in whatever form to get people out of uh, their difficulty, whether it's physical or mental or emotional or spiritual pain. And, and that's a big relief because it's, it's like now if I have nothing, it gives me a huge security that I know I can, I can figure something out. I, I know what I want to do in my life. So just that has come out of my mindfulness journey. And that's an interesting, uh, uh, you know, remarkable achievement after you know uh, some, a lot of time of reflection, and that's that's good. Any anything else? I wonder uh, that changed in your present thanks to this experience. Right. Um, I think uh, what it's. I was just um, you know mentioning this to Pat a little while back. I think uh, I'm, I'm not there. I uh, this, this mindfulness is something which is it's not in you know all or nothing. It's, uh, it's in uh, measures, right? There's some days or some mornings or some, some, you know, 30 minutes or three minutes when I'm more mindful, right? So it's, it's more about being more aware of uh, the fact that I am being mindful right now, or I'm not being mindful right now. So uh, for instance, uh, I, I love to walk. And, and, and that is one form of exercise, which I don't, I don't feel like it's, 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 an, you know, it's something I have to do. I just enjoy doing it. So when, and that's good for my spine, I'm, I'm advised to do it. So I go ahead and do it. And I realize that if I'm taking rounds of this, this green patch around my home, um, if I, and, and I'm saying some chance, so I, I say something or the other, which sort of gives me, so if I want to do 10 rounds, I'd say, you know, two rounds, I'd say one thing and two other rounds, maybe a Buddhist chant maybe a you know, Hindu chant, maybe, maybe just the serenity prayer, which if you guys uh, are aware of, you know. Um, so so I, I realized that if I've lost count of, uh, you know, what round I'm on, it's because I lost my mindfulness right there. And uh, it, it's a nice check for me because I tell myself that, okay, now you have to do another round mindfully mm-hmm. uh, because, uh, you know, you lost track. So I've obviously gone into some thought and that went into another thought and that went into another thought. So uh, it, it just helps me realize that the more I'm in the moment, I am um, not just aware in that moment, it makes my day better. It, it makes me more effective. And uh, it's very hard to explain, but at this moment in my life, I've realized that it's almost like when this 
this journey started and with that a lot of these other uh, holistic uh, you know mindful practices started i started chanting more i started meditating more i started walking more uh, it's like i've become more in sync with the universe mm-hmm. i feel like i'm more in sync with the universe so when that feeling of everything is wrong in my life uh, from that to now feeling like you know uh, every day i see miracles it's like just now i i i was attending an accessibility session um, there's a, a gentleman tom babinski who's mm-hmm. uh, traveled from the us to india and he took an, a session on accessibility and one of the participants who is uh, actually one of the organizers he's been in this space uh, for people with disabilities for uh, a good over two decades actually now he's retired from ibm and come back into ibm and he and i just after the session started talking i just said one tiny thing and suddenly he looked at me and he said do you practice buddhism and i just looked at him like that and said how did you know and he said uh, you said something he offered me some flax seeds and and i took a bite and i said oh i have these every morning but i forgot today and they just found a way to come to me mm-hmm. i think that's all i said and because he too probably has is aware of it and he has practiced and he in his own world of working with people with disabilities and therefore being a far more in sync with universe person he instantly got it and i was quizzed and um, it just it just makes me feel that you know i'm able to attract a lot of positive energy i'm able mm-hmm. to meet more people who are healthy in my life and and i'm able to sort of uh, i feel far more protected also in in a way that makes sense the power of optimism as well right when you go out with a smile you get many more of these smiles i guess yes yes i i i feel like that right now so it's a very good feeling yeah you also brought up a, a good point when you're catching yourself not being mindful or thinking about something and a lot of people will get frustrated or or angry when that happens that they can't focus that they lost their thought but it's actually a key component of practicing becoming more aware is realizing when you've started thinking when you've come back and that transitioning point that period is very beneficial for becoming more aware and more mindful mm. till you get to the point that you can you know sit there or perform any activity and say now i'm going to start thinking about something and you start thinking about it and then you decide okay then i'll think further into something else and then now i'll come back to the present so it will not only enhance the quality of your moment but it will enhance the quality of your thoughts so when you are thinking the thoughts are better more constructive so over a period of time the quality of thoughts or the quality of life is increased as well right that makes sense and i would say that actually that is the practice in itself is coming back right so if you is not being aware as such but is being aware of uh, where you are as well somewhere else so this is part of the awareness of the right. mindful practice that's just right. the good part of it so how do you practice helene if we if i would ask you to share with us and our listeners you know one of the practice you are doing and you want to you know um do it all together what would it be um so i think uh, the interesting thing is that with the uh, uh with with meditation and mindfulness uh, there is a lot of uh, 
there is a lot of myths probably around it uh, in terms of or, or people don't quite know what is it that you got to do right mm-hmm. so um, uh, for instance i i recently uh, traveled uh, on a on a personal trip to bangalore and and i met a cousin sister of mine in fact and and she said i just know that med- meditation is not my cup of tea i i just don't know what to do i i can't i can't meditate and i could relate with it because i know that there is a point in time when i must have had this thought um way back but mm-hmm. but i must have had this thought because i i can't i'm a very restless person and i'm high on energy and active and i i can't imagine me just sitting down and and just having no thoughts um but that was my understanding of of being mindful of or mm-hmm. meditating uh today i have a i have my own definition of it um so to speak which is simply that if i can simply sit down which is what i do so in terms of practicing i i would just sit down for even if i have just 3 minutes or 5 minutes uh i i would i would grab those as uh, a time where i'm going to sit down and i'm going to uh, focus on my breathing and and just just ground myself just center mm-hmm. myself um and and why i mentioned that 3 to 5 minutes is because i i use slack a lot as a tool uh, for work i've been using it for 2 years and i enjoy using it a lot mm-hmm. uh, i realized that when uh, that there is a there's a app within slack which which is uh about meditations that have been given 3 minute 2 minute 5 minute 7 minutes so it, it suddenly becomes very doable so that is one thing that i do in between work if i feel i found a pocket of time i just sit down i i have one of those guided meditations that would just help me um come to a moment of myself and peace and silence before i get back to my work and day that is one the other is my walk I, i i try to make my walks as mindful walks and uh, not always is that possible because if i step out in the evening there'll be people saying hi and and hello but i realize that's part of being mindful also i am being part of that environment it doesn't necessarily mean that i'm you know i i have to just be with myself it's also that i'm far more aware of my environment and and that is we are social mm-hmm. beings it's an important part of being happy and our wellness Mm-hmm. uh the third is my uh, you know uh when i try that i'm uh, i sit and chant uh, maybe at the start of the day or at the end of the day it could be any chant it could be any phrase it could be any word it it doesn't have to be associated with any religion or any spiritual practice it's just about finding that one moment uh one word and and just sitting down and and just saying it if it helps you form a rhythm and that's what i do so i i it helps me form a rhythm and in that rhythm i realize that because i it, it's it's brief it's maybe 10 minutes in the morning 10 minutes in the evening um and i'm not even doing it every single day but even then having that rhythm in my life helps mm-hmm. me um so if i'm thinking about a problem somewhere the problem will enter so i've i've come to that place of being silencing my thoughts but then the problem will somewhere trickle in into those and a, a a solution also sort of appears so it's it's almost like uh, when you come to a space of silence i also feel that wisdom emerges from that mm-hmm. it's like if i've got some kind of a a, a bottleneck uh, situation or if i am i'm i'm having some kind of a stalemate i'm able to find oh you know what and and i feel that if it's emerging from those silent moments Mm-hmm. it's something which is uh, going to likely work 
So no one set rule, but I feel for me, mindfulness is making any activity that you do as the most important activity for you. And I read this, in fact, uh, in, in a book uh, by Thich Nhat Hanh. Um, he's, he's a Buddhist monk. And he's written this beautiful book on the miracle of mindfulness. Mm-hmm. And he says, if you're washing dishes, make washing dishes is the most important thing in your life. So just focus on washing those dishes. Um, and if you're eating uh, an orange, just mindfully eat that orange. Just make that as the most important thing in your life. So I find that easy. Uh, I can do that with anything. Then I don't have to complicate it. Now is the present show the most important thing for this moment. Uh? <laughs> Or right. always is the present show. So this, the Patrick as well would agree on this, I guess, I'd guess. but uh, yeah. yes, I, I, it's actually, you know, when you do something in the present, that's all what we have in right. that exact moment, right? It could be the last of our moment or it could be the first. You, you don't, right. it's just all what we have. So if we don't do it properly as it's the best thing, then yeah. You know, that's being mindful. Uh, I, I have a couple of questions. So when, when you walk, right, there are, I, I think there are two kinds, at least what I know, right, there are two kinds of mindful walking. So one is the three-step or six-step walking that is mostly being mindful of every single movement of your legs and body. And the second is, you know, just walking, but being aware of the environment. So which, which one is your, uh, or how um, do you do it? I- I think it's both for me. Uh, I find it's um, either. So I'm able to apply either. So if, for instance, um, uh, again, referring back to the time when I was um, awfully unwell, um, one of the things that went away was my sleep. Mm -hmm. Uh, So so I just couldn't sleep in the night because I used to be in a lot of pain overall. Um, And... um, I realized that when this, this healer again, she had, she had suggested that, you know, just focus from your toes up to your head, right? Or, or head to your toe, whichever way. And just, just, just say my, my uh, you know, forehead is healing. My eyes are healing. My mm-hmm. uh, face is healing. My neck is healing. And, and go down all the way. And uh, it, it just, I realized that on, when I started, it, it, it was just something that would relax me. I would just feel far more relaxed. Um, but very soon, I realized that I actually would doze off before I would complete it. Right? So it, that silent thing where I'm being aware of the body, I'm more aware of, you know, how my body is feeling or, or I'm trying to relax uh, my body by going through that body scan, that works as well. But I also feel that if I am walking, which is an active activity where, where you know, the, the dog is going to run up to me and, and laugh and, and there's a kid who's playing in the pa- playground is going to say hi, that uh, is, is an activity where I'm being mindful. And I'm, I'm, when I'm saying hi to that child, I'm actually not thinking about something at work. Mm-hmm. So that is also, so for me, it's like having a, a whole a pocket full of tools and, and using whichever one I can whenever, you know, whatever fancies me or suits me. Does that mm-hmm. answer your question? Yeah, thanks. But I, I was just saying that I, that I love it and I love that practice of whatever you're doing to do it uh, to your utmost, that it's, it's the only thing you're doing to, to focus on it and give it your all. And also from the sense of sort of compassion and 
understanding kind of. because and I guess mindfulness is a description because you can be angry or getting into a fight and also be very aware of it and giving it your fullness, right? So being very angry and very stressed in like an effective way. But uh, I think what mindfulness does is also try to look at things from a compassionate perspective with more heartfulness, so to say. Mm. But uh, it's a lot, of, a lot of techniques that you shared with us and uh, I really enjoyed them and I hope the viewers did as well. Uh, you're a beautiful soul and thanks for being here. I really enjoyed it. Thank thanks for sharing, Shalini. That was precious. Thank and, you. Uh, yeah, and I'm, you know, the, the very good thing of talking to you is also the good energy you, you bring forward, right? So the, the smile, the, um, the, the positive attitude towards your surrounding and the, your actions and people around you. And that's uh, another mindful part that I, I think it's... Uh, uh, you learned maybe perhaps during this experience oh, and yes. it, uh, it's great to be you know taken uh, and borrowing this kind of brilliance for for everyone because it, it you know it brings more smiles and it more optimism so thanks so much for sharing thank you pat as well uh, guys if you want to know more of course comment below or ask us anything and we will bring forward more episodes or more answers about mindfulness journey or maybe about something that Shalini didn't share yet and maybe he would like to share in the next episode. So till then, thank you so much and uh, see you soon.